Welcome to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us today. We have special guest, Christy Christensen. She is an author, a wild woman, a source of inspiration and movement. Today, we're going to dive into aspects of your inner energy centers, aka chakras. Without further ado, let's dive in with Christy. So, Christy, I want to thank you so much for being here in this moment. I love um, your incense. <laughs> no one can see that. But... You know, I have to. Bless, I have to bless the space, not just my space, but our collective space and the yeah. space of all the waves in which this is radiating out into the universe and everyone hearing it. So that's my yeah. little. Absolutely. My <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So well, let's dive into that. That. Um, act of ritual uh, since we're here and then we'll get into all the yummy good stuff that you offer and create. Um, can you share, because this seems, and this is a theme in your book, ritual seems very important to the generations um, right now, especially yes. I would say um, teens all the way up. Um, well, maybe through all, but I would say I'm seeing quite a bit through the younger generations mm -hmm. that they're um, really wanting and seeking this. Uh, if you can share a little bit about the power of, you know, creating a blessing, even uh, creating sacred space in our conversation, uh, what's possible yes. within that? Absolutely. I mean, well, first off, um, ritual can be the simplest thing. It doesn't have to be this overcomplicated, you know, 17 step, you know, process. Yeah. To me, ritual is anything that you offer from your heart, from a place of presence, from a place of, 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 of devotion and service in many ways of like, how in this moment, right, can this conversation be held and guided right by for me, what I need is my grounding, my roots of support. So connecting me to the earth, yeah. then really opening up, you know, the heavens for that divine communication to flow in and us to be in harmony and resonance. And then it to make an impact to serve, right? Mm -hmm. So in that little moment of, of using something that is meaningful to you, right? Because mm -hmm. if it's Beautiful. not meaningful to you, then like, you taking some incense and twirling them around if it, that it's not going to do anything. Right. So it's not about doing my ritual. It's about finding the things that light you up because I look at ritual as they serve as a bridge. It serves as a bridge connecting our inner and our outer worlds. Beautiful. And um, yeah. And in my, um, my book, I'd like to come up with, um, I don't know if actually the right word is acronym or not, but taking the word ritual and then I give a, a word, I, I created a word for yeah, each one and acronym. I'll share that. Okay. Is that what I was like? Is that yeah. It's called an acronym. It's okay. Called, my yeah. brain was, okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, and the R stands for, the R ritual stands for remember. Rituals help us to remember who we are and what we are connected to, right? Through repetition. So it's something that we come back to again and again and again. So the ritual of waking up in the morning, how we wake up, the ritual of how we leave our house, the ritual of how I start a yoga practice, the ritual of how I eat my food, like all of this can be ritual. We bring it into our everyday life. And when they're performed, the I stands for intention, right? So there's a reason, there's a purposeful action and intention behind what we're doing, that their outcome is transformative. 
Mm. But when done with intention, the outcome is transformative. And by practicing them, the you, is we gain better understanding mm. of ourselves, of the Our earth, heart. of the cosmos, of yeah. everything in between. And the A stands for awaken, awakening our authentic power. And most of all, the L stands for love because they mm. activate love, the most powerful energy frequency that there is. And uh -huh. how, how we would not want to bring all of that you know, into yeah. our life. And again, it can, you can make it complicated if you, that's what you need to do, but it can yeah. be as simple as like in a really intentional, tender way, bringing your hands to your heart and just saying, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Beautifully. Thank you for having me. You know, yeah. thank you for this moment. Um, yeah. And, and for me, ritual um, is, um, it's part of my everyday existence. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I'm in a ritual, I am in a much higher alignment and frequency mm. and attunement with gratitude, with grace, with my grounding and yeah. with my heart and my center. Beautiful. So you have the, this book called Chakra Rituals. <laughs> Hence, an excerpt from the, from the book and a perfect yeah. intro into um, and you mentioned the word bridge. And so right yeah. now, and I was so excited for our conversation because there's a lot of, I don't know, we're in such a world of uh, extreme polarity and division. And so I just got like energy uh, in a good way mm -hmm. for what we're gonna discuss. So if you can share a little bit because there's a lot of um, misinformation even being uh, sent into the community and the science of yoga. Um, mm -hmm. and even chakras. Uh, mm -hmm. So, if, and what you said is just so beautiful because it's the, it is the set and setting, it's the intention that in which we approach something, especially sacred to our soul and to our heart. If you can share, shine a bright light on the bridge when we connect to these energy centers within mm -hmm. us, within all of us yeah. everywhere, the yeah. spectrum of light, uh, and how you're welcoming um, all of us to connect with with that aspect of ourself. Yeah, I mean, um, I've um, just to like kind of give a little backstory into this. You know, I've um, I've been teaching yoga and meditation and dance and speaking um, for about almost the last twenty years, um, and to tens of thousands of, of women in over 20 different countries. And what I have found, and, and especially even through the last couple of years, right, that most of us want the same things, right? We want joy. We want passion. We want purpose. We want connection. We want love, right? We want to feel safe, but we also want to have our wild freedom. right? And we want to feel comfortable in our own skin and want to come come into connection with the goddess given gifts that have been bestowed upon us so that we can really serve in whatever our unique you know way right. um really is and from all that what i think it, what we really want is we want to really come alive mm -hmm. come alive in this full spectrum color and power yeah but what most of us don't really realize is that we have this perfect living system inside of ourselves, right? Yeah. This spiritual map, so to speak, 
probably, in my opinion, one of the greatest gifts the ancient yogis and rishis of India left us. And that is this map of the energy body of the chakra system. And to me, it is a map of wholeness, Mm -hmm. of returning whole, returning home Mm -hmm. to the essence of who you are and unlocking the power that lives within you at these seven very distinct levels Mm -hmm. of consciousness. And, you know, um, a big inspiration or that's kind of started the inspiration for the book was um, this beautiful quote by, you know, Joseph Campbell, and it's part of a much larger, obviously, essay. But, you know, so many of us say that we're, oh, I'm seeking the meaning of life. What's the purpose of life? What's the meaning of life? It's like, and that's what we say we're seeking. But according to Joseph Campbell and me, <laughs> I'll give him credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, it's no, it's not so much the meaning of life we're seeking. It's that rapture of what it is to be alive. Yeah. The rapture, the power, the awe, the wonder of what it is to be alive. And, you know, through the we live very complex lives and I don't want to negate that in any way. And we're living in extremely difficult times, but also extremely powerful times. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it's, 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 it's such a, a, a wild thing. Like you're talking about this, you know, um, this duality, but at the same time, returning turning inward, connecting to who we are, connecting to our ground of support, connecting to everything that lives within, right? So that we can go on this journey of awakening, moving out of the comfortably numb, moving out of the disconnection, the disassociation, moving out of the judgment, moving out of, there's always going to be polarity, but being able to honor the polarity and say, okay, this is where I am and you are, you're not right. I'm not right. There's, there's different perspectives, right? We could say that's fifth and sixth chakra, right? Right. So how we can, how we can um, really use this system to not only guide us in our, in our, in our awakening, but really guide us in our own transformation within ourselves so that we can use it in our everyday life as we connect with others. Um, You know, my belief is we can't just get caught in the self-help journey, right? There has to be a moment where, or there has to be an integration with it of how personal transformation impacts Mm. collective transformation. Right. And Uh that every ritual I'm doing here, Om Shanti, is not just for this, but also to ripple mm. out into the world. I kind of got on a little tangent there. So no, perfect. I hope I answered yeah. your question. Yeah, absolutely. Well, two things. Um, yeah. You you speak with the pebble in the water, um, mm-hmm. meaning that if we turn in and then kind of spiral out, uh, that mm-hmm. that has a, an impact. And I would say some mm-hmm. would once they've gone on a spiritual journey, sometimes it's grandiose, like I need to impact and change the entire world. And then mm-hmm. sometimes the realization is like, oh, I got to start here and see where my reach is um, and what happens when I come into harmony here. Um, and what it was coming to me earlier today when I was preparing for this, just uh, 
in meditation and intuitively is uh, that aspect of coming into union. You know, I would say there's kind of that polarity that exists right now as the external kind of savior versus the internal. And savior is a funny word to use, but it's like turning in towards, I would say, AKA love or God or whatever you want to call it, or turning outward into God and not Mm -hmm. saying that one path is better than the other. But if you can share, because that's where I was being pointed, is what you've seen through your students and yourself from turning in inward and coming into inner union uh, with themselves and the divine that runs through all of us. Absolutely. I mean, well, first and foremost, I mean, we are microcosms of the greater macrocosm. We are. We're little universes within ourselves, (laughs) right? That so. We're all running around detached, disconnected, caught in anxiety and fear, no roots in the ground, you know, um, not able to, to, to show up in love, not have good boundaries, you know, the out that all of that energy is, is feeding the world. And we can look at it even, you know, what's happening in, on, in, in the earth plane, right? What's happening on the earth, what's happening with the waters, you know, the earth of our body, the waters of our body, the waters of, you know, the ocean. So I am 100% um, in my own life when I, and, 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 and I'll speak on my own life and then with my students, but in my own life, when I'm, we'll start with from the first chakra perspective, when I'm grounded, when I am connected to my body, when I am connected to the present moment, because that's so much of what the root chakra is about. It's about being home in ourselves. It's about being able to show up and to be present, to feel safe and secure. Um, and also to be able to live in relationship with the land. Like I am 100% going to be able to show up better in every situation whatsoever. And that is going to impact the people around me, right? If I showed up for this conversation with you and I was, you know, Moving around a million miles. I know I move a lot when I speak, but if I was yeah, I'm Italian. Around, it's fine. <laughs> okay, good. Me too. <laughs> no, moving around a million miles a minute. If I was ungrounded, if I was, you know, you would sense that too. And right away, that would set the tone of yeah. our connection, right? Yeah. So um, as from the chakra perspective, as we come more connected to our bodies and we learn what that even means, it's, it's also a journey of self-love. Right. We learn how to take care of ourselves. We learn what real self-care is. Right. Whether that's that self-care might be saying no or might be saying (laughs) yes. Self-care might be taking a bath. I don't know. You know, um, just really tending to, you know, to our health and healing anything in the physical body that needs to be healed, you know, Um, and then moving up into our second chakra of being in connected to the flow of feeling of our to what we desire, what we really want and what we really long for and being able to move in that direction, right? What's going to happen around you? You're going to attract people that are vibrating like you are too, right? And then moving up into the third chakra, into our our confidence and our power and our purpose Mm. and our ability to shine, right? To give ourselves really permission to to shine, to be seen, right? And be willing to take a risk and fall on our face, right? All, <laughs> yeah. it all, you know, is all supporting. And then, you know, coming up into the heart and being able to live 
from a place of love, right? From a place of, you know, dignity and self-respect. And then also being able to forgive, forgive ourselves, to forgive our partners, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers. You know, you, you, you mentioned a moment ago about the spiritual path and it might be something you said like grandiose, but sometimes like we go on the spiritual path and we realize what we need to heal is the relationships right in front of us or the relationship <laughs> that of where we came from. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many of us, you know, are victim, we're all victim of less than perfect parents, <laughs> right? Like no matter yeah. how amazing our parents are, we're all victims. So yeah. there's, there's so much, there's so much there and, you know, moving up into the throat and being able to, to really speak mm-hmm. and communicate with clarity and conviction, but with truth to yeah. stop telling lies, to not slandering another, right? right? To communicate uh-huh. this vision we want for the world, the vision we yeah. want for our life, right? With authenticity mm-hmm. um, and, and, and really being able to celebrate our authenticity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then moving up into the, you know, this, the sixth chakra into the third eye of, of moving beyond the binaries, moving beyond duality, right? And this coming in to this place of single pointed focus and awareness, but where it's also pure potentiality that we can, we can reimagine, right? Mm-hmm. We can envision the life, the world, that we want to create, but from this deep inner attunement where we can see inside and there's this inner illumination mm. that we can trust in, right? Trust in the divine, trust in our intuition. Yeah. And then all the way up into the crown, right? That we we really recognize the, the whole system is about union, not just the crown, but it's at this place where now yeah. we've come to the crown We've learned to know God, know goddess, know higher self, consciousness, whatever word you have, right, for that supreme source. We've gotten to know it at each of the six levels prior, right? Because all the energy is spiritual. It's not all the energy is divine, like you said. Yeah. I'm up here and it's that remembrance that, oh, I'm one with everyone. We're different. We're celebrating the diversity of our beings, but we all are breathing the same air. We're all being faced with similar but different circumstances. I think yeah. one of the things COVID has really shown us is I mean, there's no one on planet Earth that has not been touched personally by Absolutely. this point by the <laughs> pandemic. And it is like, sh- like I think for me has been this lesson of, oh my gosh, I could call someone in China and I could call someone in Italy and, I can, and someone here and we're all, we're all in this together. Right. And I think in this strange way, it has unified our world Mm. uh, for better or worse. But (laughs) all of these these as all of these things start to happen, your relationship with the outer world has to change. Mm. It can't not it can't stay the same. Right. It can't when you're living in truth, when you're living in harmony, when you're living from your heart and you're showing up this way in your power everything around you is going to change, yeah, right? Okay. The people that aren't good for you, there's going to be conflict. The things yeah. in your life that are out of alignment, there's going to be a frequency that you're like, why does this not feel good? Or right. there might be relationships that fall away. There might be work that fall away. 
right? Because you are transforming. That's what this life Mm -hmm. is about. It's not to stay stagnant, right? It's to continue to unfurl like the thousand petaled lotus, that infinite unfurling of the lotus flower on the crown of the head, right? So that we can continue to grow and expand and find new levels of freedom and embodiment and liberation so that we can do everything here on planet earth that we embodied this form to do. Yeah. Beautiful. And so uh, you are a living, breathing example of everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) And include in there what you've witnessed in your students. Um, Yeah. I mean, I've without like compromising their confidentiality, but just a a general. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) on the simplest level, like let's, um, you know, I I do teach to men as well, but I've been focusing on women as of late because Mm -hmm. my book, the subtitle of my book is Awakening the Wild Woman Within. So I've been leading specific women's groups now for several years. So, I mean, let's just talk about the second chakra for a moment, Mm -hmm. right? How many um of us and how many students that I've had that this is such a commonality of Mm. of being disconnected from this area of our body to actually not being able to feel right whether it's not being able to feel our emotions or not being able to feel and respond sexually Mm. because of the traumas and abuses that Uh we have faced and when I say that of course, I mean sexual abuse, but not limited to that. It's also physical abuse. It's also emotional abuse and verbal abuse. Yeah. Any kind of abuse freezes the sacred waters here. Yeah. And we become disconnected. And some of us are non-orgasmic. Some of us are, you know, just assume that part of us doesn't work or that's not for mm. us or whatever. And um, I can't tell you how many women who have said to me that they haven't cried in 10 years, the the waters are flowing, you know, not in, 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 in a way like, you know, I don't know if you've ever had that experience of wanting to cry and not being able. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So like wanting to cry and being able to, but then also being, and then how that, when you said it was okay for that, then even bigger openings to joy and laughter came. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's when, when one, end of the spectrum of feeling is blocked it actually blocks the full spectrum of what is on the other side Mm. right so this expansion of the bandwidth of what we can feel and then and then the feeling that came within this within our own sexuality and in in being able to be comfortable enough in our own skin and be Mm. comfortable enough in our own power right to surrender to another in a way that feels safe yeah and that you have your own autonomy and you get to say when and how and where (laughs) you know yeah you know so hearing the stories of of and 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 again it even though this has started with second chakra i mean that the safety is the first chakra being comfortable in the body is first chakra you know surrendering to another we could say is even third and seventh chakra you know so it's all everything is working uh, yeah. you know, together, that autonomy is third chakra. Yeah. Um, so those are some examples, other examples of, 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 of the students that, you know, wouldn't let themselves be seen, mm. you know, would be 
you know, kind of always hiding in the back corner of the room and the, the posture a little slouched. And if they yeah. asked a question, it was almost in a mumble. Right. And then as they activated their power and realized they had permission to take up space and (laughs) get out, like expand beyond their own limited constructs of maybe what someone else told them, you know, they were capable of or what they believed to be true themselves and seeing them become confident, you know, powerful women start businesses. Cause I, I teach a lot in some places that, that women aren't equal. No, I mean, I guess we could have a whole other argument, but <laughs> I teach a lot, in, you know, in China yeah. and in Indonesia and in Malaysia and yeah. all these places where, you know, women's rights is, is, or women yeah. are more considered like second yep. um, tier and yep. are, their purpose is in service of their man. Yeah. So they don't believe they have this within them and seeing like, the tears happen when someone's like, oh my gosh, I never knew what I wanted before. Yeah. I never knew what, what, what I loved before. Mm. You know, I never knew um, I could be powerful in this way, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's really, really amazing. Um, I'm not mm. sure if those are specific enough examples. Yeah, those are beautiful. Yeah. Really beautiful. And as being that you, this, your book uh, does yeah. speak to the wild woman and just to mm-hmm. your, um, you know, pointing out that we're at a point where like the end of Kali Yuga, it's like a wild, (laughs) it's okay. Uh, (laughs) We're, you know, we're shouting Kali Ma, come on, slay all this. But um, we are at a point where it's interesting that you talk about the second chakra that, you know, this is a creation center. Like I always tell, you know, people, this is your sacred place, uh, not only for intimacy, but the energy in which we put into all things. So what you pointed out about women being uh, put aside and what appears to be happening is as I (sighs) witness the full spectrum of women, Mm -hmm. nature is doing something very interesting. And you can correct me if you're not seeing the same thing. There seems to be a preservation of the female embodiment right now Mm -hmm. from almost all ages and then there seems to be a faster and i'll just call it aging in the male embodiment so if you compared by decades you would see something a little different um and so this has brought to me that i feel like what what's happening and what's supposed to happen is we're we're coming into that balance by uh that whole phase of hierarchy because in all the traditions, even in yogic and Buddhist, the the woman is put aside, mm-hmm. yet she's mm-hmm. the creator of all things, right. of all life here, right? So if you can share a little bit how you see the wild woman, like, uh, resurrecting herself in this moment to assist yeah. all those generations, uh, because it feels like the female embodiment, and this is no, mm-hmm. you know, we have to bring our sons and our partners and friends and brothers along is being given extra juice right now to bring that youthfulness, that vitality, that groundedness, and that remembrance of our ability to create for all, for the benefit Mm -hmm. of all. You can speak a little bit to that. Yeah. um, I'll do my best. You know, there's never been um, a more important time for women. 
in history, as far as I'm concerned, um, to remember and reclaim who we really are, right? This, and the things, and we also are living in a very interesting time, even with all the craziness that's happening in the world, and especially in America with what just, I don't even have to mention, but you know, we all know what I'm talking about, um, that we're, we're, we've never been more empowered as a species, so to speak, right? And I think we're starting to see more women leaders. We're starting to see examples of little girls can look on TV and see women doing things that before they they, they never had this example yeah. of. So there, yes, there is definitely this rise of power um, for the, the feminine as far, you know, as I'm concerned. And I think, um, you know, this point of the wild woman is we were born wild, but at some point in time, forgot. And again, whether that wild nature was cloaked in or covered in our trauma or our conditioning or lost in all the different responsibilities that we have in life, yeah. right? But re- reclaiming your wildness to me is the chakra system, is returning home to this, the sacred elements, right? Is turn, it's returning home to like, being connected and living in relationship with nature, right? Mm. To be living in rhythm and relationship with all of life, yeah. right? Fully activated at each of these, 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 these centers so that we can take the seat of ourselves, right? We come into this union. We come back into our wholeness, mm. right? We heal, we transform so we can rise up and each individual woman that does that, as you talked about, we're bodies of light, right? We've got this this glowing light, this rainbow light that's activated yeah. and consciously or unconsciously other women are seeing it and they are being called to do the mm-hmm. same. Absolutely. And this is what I think is absolutely necessary at this time. And, and, um, and, and, you know, finding our voices within the anger, right? Mm. So that we can stand up for the injustice and not just to to yell and scream, right? Yeah. But to actually band together to create systems, right? Mm. So that and um, so that we can actually impact change. Oh, mm. so being <laughs> able to, you know, being able yeah. to harness that energy yes use the anger as fuel but not yeah. just to yell at everyone who's doing the things that we don't want actually to be able to direct it in a useful way yeah right so that we we um can work together and and i i think through this and through us coming into alignment because women have we have a bad reputation of coming into power in the sense of like tearing each other down right Uh I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your life you know like women like to gossip and they're catty and they you know someone's shining brighter and we try to pull them back down and I really believe that returning to that wild essence nature of who Mm -hmm. you are and reclaiming that and coming into unity and harmony with your power that that won't happen that doesn't happen anymore because we can see that each of us is an integral piece of the puzzle that is needed and necessary to bring this transformation forward 
Yeah, it's absolutely. not about competition. It's not about comparison. It's not the old paradigm of power that the patriarchy came up with anyway. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so yeah, absolutely. Th that's really how, um, you know, but it, it, it's, but it, it takes us also time to be, and being willing to do the work, right? Yeah. Do the work to feel, do the work to heal. Mm. Um, but you know, I believe also when we do that, we're not just healing for ourselves, we're healing the generations that came before us. And then therefore we're healing the generations that are going to come after us. Yeah. And if we can remember that, even in the difficult times, when you're like, oh, I don't know, I kind of like the comfortably numb better, <laughs> right? I like <laughs> ignorance was bliss better. Um, yeah. if we can remember that the world is so much bigger than even we are and Absolutely. that the ripples of impact are happening in ways that, you know, maybe once we return to the stars or whatever it is you believe we go, like we won't maybe even know till then. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. And when you speak of the wild woman and anger, yeah. uh, and I mentioned Kali Ma. Yeah, that's uh, why I came out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's been wars, you know, the war in uh, yeah. Ireland yeah. was stopped by two women one Protestant, one Catholic, uh, because wow. they said enough was enough to be fighting over mm -hmm. uh, Christian faith perspectives. So uh, if, and they did that by going door to door, hand in hand. Wow. You know? Wow. And That's incredible. So, and I'll, I'll link when we post on my page and here, I'll link it below so Please, people can yes. see that. I, um, I want to see it. Yeah, pretty powerful. And so if mm -hmm. you can share a little bit, because I've said, you know, forgiveness might be the first place we have to start from sister to sister, because yeah. ultimately yeah. we as female embodiment are birthing mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. aspects of human life, male mm -hmm. and female. And so if we're, we're not uh, good and aligned, yeah. it makes it yeah. difficult for us to raise our next generations together whether you're destined Great. to have a child or not, it's right. usually in the past, it was done by the community. It's not just the mom and pa, the everyone works together yeah. to raise the children. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, you can share about the power, even in the retreats that you lead of women uh, letting down their guard and opening mm -hmm. themselves up to love from one feminine to another, one level mm -hmm. of trust to another, because yeah that feels like a very strong bridge for right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you actually spoke it already. I mean, I think it comes down to trust. You know, it's how do we, we we've all, we've all experienced things that would bring everyone to our knees, right? We've all experienced different levels of trauma in different situations. And, and I think because of that, you know, we put on, a protective shield, right? So that we, we feel like we can show up in the world. And because we've been hurt and possibly we've been taken down by a woman, a man, it doesn't matter um, in some capacity that when, when what I've seen when women come together in these groups on these retreats, like even the first day of, you know, having them dance together or having them even just sit eye to eye and allow themselves to really be seen and to share what is really authentically, you know, what their real feelings are. You know, as women, we 
we carry a lot of shame, right? We carry a lot of guilt. Um, and I, I, what I have, have, have witnessed and even witnessed in myself, it's like, we don't want someone to see that part of ourselves because mm -hmm. we're afraid, right? We're afraid yeah. we're going to be judged. We're, we're afraid we're going to be made fun of. We're afraid someone else then won't like us. We're afraid we're going to be abandoned, whatever it might be, right? And creating a space that's sacred enough, right, that people can connect and find that level of safety within themselves, right? And opening up to, to trust that nothing bad's gonna happen if they actually allow their true self to be hold, shown. Um, because always what happens, the people that get paired together are the ones that like have like the medicine that the other person needs almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or it's like, there's maybe something you're wrestling with that you haven't been able to speak to anyone and this person's telling you their story, the exact same thing. And you're, whether you admit it or not in that moment, you're like, oh my gosh, she's going through it too. If she's yeah. going through it and she seems to be okay, I'm going to be okay too. You know, seeing those, yeah. those points of connectivity and, and um, it, it's, it's, it's transformative. And then through that trust, like a sisterhood is built. You know, you may not have known this person very long, but in those moments and those conversations, and you know, when we're on retreat, you know, my normal retreats are five to seven days. And um, I've even done immersive, like 21 day, you know, experiences. So a lot, you know, happens yeah, absolutely. in that time. <laughs> it's not all beautiful. Like, of course, yeah. it's, it's the sponda, it's the pulsation yeah. of it all because you know, as we, as we soften, we mm. feel more, mm. right? The armor comes down, the ice melts. And then that's when fear can come up and resistance comes up. And, you know, um, it's, 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 it's a lot, but to be, I didn't know what true sisterhood was until the last 10 years. You know, yeah. I, I grew up in a, in a family of abuse and I was actually abused by my grandmother. Mm. And so from a very young age, again, this was unconscious. I didn't right. try, I trusted women less than I trusted men. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't until later in life that that was confirmed that that's what happened, that I realized why, like I, I could, I didn't trust women. And then of yeah. course, you know, we create situations that um, <laughs> kind of verify our, you know, women are going to yeah. do me wrong kind of things, right? So I like, yeah. created situations to like prove it, you know, prove my yeah. hypothesis. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it took me a long time. Like it was me actually connecting with the goddess. Like mm. I, I, goddesses of any tradition are wonderful. I have an affinity for the goddesses in the Hindu sect and really connecting with the goddess was my first big healing with the sacred feminine. Mm. Wow. And then Beautiful. having to, yeah. And then, then taking that and then taking it in relationship with myself Absolutely. and then moving into my family, to my sister, yeah. my mother's still a work in progress, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that's how, um, for me, how it's, how it's, um, you know, played out and, um, mm. 
Uh, and again, the forgiveness of self, forgiveness of self, self-compassion, mm-hmm. right? To release the self-judgment. Um, and, you know, just being open to, you know, listening and holding space for, just listening and holding space for another yeah. will transform someone's life, <laughs> you know? And you Absolutely. see that happen because no yeah. one has listened to them before. No one right. has heard their stories that maybe a therapist did, but that's like, well, you're, I'm paying you. It's a different, <laughs> it's yeah. not the heart connection, right? It's yeah. not the, yeah. um, and without, they have nothing to gain by yeah. giving you the right answer. There's, and there, there's no answers necessary. Sometimes it's mm. just holding that space for another to just talk, yeah. right? And be and to be heard and not even have to offer any, like not trying to fix you. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to witness you and hear you. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Beautifully said. So uh, you have, we're going to be airing this very soon, but it'll still be eternal because <laughs> it doesn't course. go away. Eternal. Right. <laughs> Everything is eternal. And then in the digital age, it makes it a little bit easier to be. So um, yeah. you have a retreat coming up that where people can dive into your wisdom uh, yes. and I understand you have a few more spots. If you can share a little bit about that and then yes. if you have any other future ones coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So um, August 15th to the 19th, I'm headed to a place called Esalen. It is a powerful, magical vortex on planet Earth. <laughs> it's yeah. in Big Sur, California. And um, so many, so many great, teachers and thought leaders and wisdom keepers um, have been teaching there for the last 50 years. And um, it's a really, really, really a privilege and an honor to be offering a retreat there. I'm so, so, so excited. And um, two of my creative partners will be joining me that are musicians. Mm -hmm. So one is DJ Marcus Wyatt. Um, We have a yoga dance collaboration we've been doing together for about 10 years. And then another man named Joel Long AKA divine one who he plays the sitar, the classical mm. Indian instrument and percussion. So it's going to be a complete musical journey through the chakras for oh, five wow. days. Beautiful. Yeah. Taking us um, really in celebration really mm. of all the energy that we are, because I feel like we could all use some more celebration in our life right now yeah. <laughs> and to learn how to access the joy in our life, yeah. even in times that may not feel joyful. Right. Yeah. So it, um, honoring the path of, of liberation and freedom, but also really honoring that path of enjoyment. So of course we'll be using many of the teachings from the book. Um, we'll be in this exquisite nature, right at the ocean's edge. We've got the redwood trees. We got hot spring tubs, the natural spring water, We've got farm to table food. Um, it's and just uh, incredible like-minded people. And we mm-hmm. we have forty six people signed up right now, so we have four spots left. So nice. if you want to come um, <laughs> for this really unique experience, because normally, um, a we don't have the budget or we can't coordinate the schedules to be able to actually bring the live musicians. Yeah. So it's just gonna it's just gonna create a whole nother over the top <laughs> level of yeah. It, it's gonna be really yeah. really beautiful. I'm really excited. So I'd love, love, love to share that with anyone who um, has it in their heart to, to come. Um, and then I'm launching a new um, course that's going to be mm. coming 
be announcing it, but I'll pre-announce it with y'all yeah. on August 19th, which is the year anniversary of my book coming out. Oh, beautiful. Um, okay. Crazy. Um, and it is a chakra activation course with tarot. Okay. So beautiful. my other beloved love is, is, is the tarot. And so it's going to be made up of, of practices that will be smaller practices, like 20 minutes each for each mm. chakra. There'll be a video a dynamic vinyasa video, there'll be a dynamic right. meditation, there'll be a dynamic dance, mm. and then there'll be a, a talk that will yeah. talk about the theme Beautiful. of the chakra, the theme of the tarot, um, and there'll be a live component with it as well. So that's going to be announced next month, but launching Perfect. in September. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. It's a lot of good, yummy things. And we'll- Lots of good, yummy things. Yeah, we'll include all of that below. Mm -hmm. And then when it's awesome. official, we'll add the course and we Thank you. Uh, share yeah. all this. Um, and then if you can share with the listeners where they can connect to you, your website, I'll put the link, but it's always good to say yes, below. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the best places to connect to me, or believe it or not, is Instagram. Okay. Um, I do read all my DMs. Um, so that's at Christy underscore Christensen. Okay. Um, and then my link tree is there. And okay, it has perfect. my personal website, christychristensen.com. It has my book website, Chakra Rituals. And then it also has links for the ongoing courses I have, mm -hmm. uh, the retreat. Um, so you, it's kind of like an easy place to find everything. And my, I um, you want to book a tarot reading with me. If you nice. want to check out my clothing line, all of it's there. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I could sit here and talk to you forever and I appreciate all your enthusiasm and everything. Um, it's okay. It keeps it real. I kind of like that. Like if old school, we were on dial up phones and we could yeah. hear the environment. So it's all good. Um, but I want to thank you so much for being here and all that you give the world around you and really being the embodiment of the pebble to the water and letting it radiate out. So thank you, Christy. Aww, thank you. I, I'm, it's such an it's just such an honor and a pleasure to talk with you. And, mm -hmm. and I'm super grateful for the opportunity. And thank you for having me. Truly. Thank you. Once again, I want to thank Christy for being here today and all of you listening in as inspired and where possible, please support her great work. There are many opportunities with links below. If you are listening real time, you can dive into her upcoming retreat. Currently, there are a few more spots available for those souls destined to be there. And we're going to exit out if you want to stay a little bit longer to the song Shine by Kadri Scott. It's an ode to Christy, how you encourage all of us to look at the good in life and to shine on. Until next time, this is Suzanne Toro signing out with a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Every day.